0: Hey, what's going on, everyone? It is 7 uh, o'clock p.m. on a Monday evening, uh, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, My name is Andre Anderson. I am both host and founder of BSTL. And of course, by now, I hope you do know that um, BSTL stands for Building Something That Lasts. So I'm excited, um, and I'm going to jump right into this because I want to make sure that we have more than enough time for this conversation. Um, I'm going to be introducing you all to, uh, how do I put this? (laughs) My dad's going to be on the podcast today. Um, So I'm excited about that. Dad, are you there?
1: I am here, Andre. Pastor Anderson. Oh
0: boy, lots of titles (laughs) on this thing here today. So I'm so happy to have you on here, Dad. It's taken a little bit of time to get you on, but I'm excited about the conversation that we're going to be uh, having today. So of course, even though you're my dad and I know you, um, there will be some individuals on this podcast who know who you are, but then there will be others that don't. Um, I'd love to start this conversation off with you just maybe sharing two things about yourself uh, that you'd like the world uh, to be able to know about you, about you.
1: Well, um, Andre, I want to thank you for the privilege and opportunity to be on your podcast. I've never done this before, and uh, I deemed it such a privilege that I somewhat even scared to come on your platform, (laughs) seeing that you're so worldwide. Uh, It is, is, life is of such that... um, you never know where you will end up, and uh, because of that, you have to live a certain way so that at any time you are called upon, you are ready to function as though you are in whatever it is for a long time. Um, the topic that um, you have given me to talk about this morning... Well, well hold on, hold on, it's... Dad. Dad, one
0: quick second before you jump into the topic... I want you to share with us two things about yourself. Just two things, and then we're going to get into the conversation.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Two things about myself. Yeah. I am such a private man that I don't know which two to share with you. (laughs) Well, share the the stuff that's not private. (laughs) But but anyhow, I, I, um, I, I think I'm a genuine person. Okay. And I also believe in me. All right. And it's difficult for me to sacrifice me for anything else. All right. So those are two things. So with the topic now.
0: Yeah. So let me tell you what the topic is just in case. Right. So we're on the same page. Okay.
1: Now, Okay. Okay, sir. That's your platform, man. I I just want
0: to work with you. (laughs) No, you have to work with me. Okay. We're going to work. There you go. So dad, today we want to talk about um, leadership from the perspective of working outside of the box.
1: And of okay. course,
0: um, on this podcast, because we always talk about leadership, uh, one of the things that people want to know is how do you lead um, when you're not in the room that perhaps you are trying to engage? Uh, and I know that you have a lot of experience in different areas of your life where you can um, share from your, your your wealth and well of knowledge. And so that's what we want to talk about today.
1: okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, it's funny, like uh, what you said, Andre, there, um, <clears throat> and this is uh, far in my life. I'm going to pick this one or the hat. And um, it so happened, um, listeners, that I was not even aware that I should be on the platform at this time. <laughs> so uh, luckily, I, I deem myself an impromptu person, a person who just gets up and talks. So within me, I have a lot of stuff I can talk about, hoping that one day I'll get to say some of them. And we do know it, uh, today God will allow it to be, this is the day that I will start reaching people who don't know me on um, Pastor Anderson's platform, in bracket, my son. <laughs> 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 but, but I'm going to tell you this, um, our listeners, Um. You know, um, I will touch music because it's the heartbeat of my soul. In the church, and for those of you who are, who are not churchy, I hope you will not turn off your your device because you don't believe in church, but if you give us a listening ear, you will get the gist of what I'm talking about, leaders leading from out, being outside of the room, yet being effective. And so uh, my church needed somebody to do this, uh, lead out in a choir, to be the choir leader, one who didn't know anything about music. I was totally outside of everything. And so this topic is quite relevant. And so as they debated and wanted to know who to put in this leadership role, um, the lot fell on me. My heart raced. Can you imagine my heart race? How is this organization going to put me in to lead out in a, in a, in a department that I hardly know anything about? I couldn't play well. I could only play with one finger or two fingers. But when they asked me, because those who asked me were in the room with themselves, I just figured that they saw something in me that would make sense. And so they asked me. Mm-hmm. I never hesitate um, viewers, I never hesitate. I said, okay, I will, I will. And so I took on the the, the, the the role of leading this choir. Then I said to myself, I have to do something so that this choir can grow. Not knowing what to do, believing in me that the folks that I will be leading know that I am not the person who should be, able, uh, should be doing this because I don't have what it takes. But by faith, I stepped in. And the first thing I did was to find a name for this group. All the years I've been around there, uh, it was a struggle for people to get attached to the choir because they were not going anywhere. And so I gave them a name. How, I said to myself, how am I gonna be effective? Being a choir leader and to work with people that know me and stuff like that. But I did one thing working from outside the box, though I believe I was inside. I individually meet people one-on-one, ask them what their desire is for the choir. And so they went through one by one, and they would tell me, and so I build on that. I am sure they didn't know what I was up to. Because I'm outside the room, outside the box. Mm. But as they listened, and uh, I asked them for their support, and 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 uh, don't forget, in things like these, there are always folks who will be who would be questioning why is this person asked to do such a position when the person doesn't have any idea about leadership. Mm but i was positive and i would like to say when you are positive that's the first thing you know you need sorry the first thing you need to be effective is to be positive once you walk into the room folks should realize that you are for business you are for progress you are for everything that positive. Mm -hmm. You cannot walk into a room and uh, be intimidated by eyes or folks, even those that you know are most critical Mm. about you. Never feel intimidated. Never feel that you're nothing. Mm -hmm. Never feel that you're not wanting or wanted. Mm -hmm. You are always wanted simply because you're made by one who wants you yeah. and once you do not throw that under the table that is in the room yes you will able to bring people together so i got a
0: question dad sorry to interrupt you but i I yeah no
1: no problem man you're helping me to pass the time
0: (laughs) (laughs) so dad this this idea about having a sense of who you are um as one who came from a different country right and i always brag on the podcast about my parents um being from uh jamaica my my caribbean roots how important for you um, or even as a leader, you as a leader, um, how important is it, is it to have a strong sense of self, and and where do you get your son, sense of self from? Where does that come from?
1: Uh, myself, that that kind of a strong desire came from being from rejection. Okay. Uh, As uh, all my siblings, I, you know, in our culture, we talk about there's one who is always seen as a black sheep. Okay. And I saw myself as that black sheep within the family amongst my siblings. Okay. I was never right. I was always wrong. Okay. To those who were older... They were my the ones that always, as it were, enslaved me. If mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't believe that, do this, do that. Mm-hmm. And I can't complain. The ones who were younger, I could not get them to do anything because to the younger ones, they saw me as the one who should be protecting them. So mm-hmm. I was like Joseph in my Estimation. Okay, I don't know if I answer your question.
0: Yeah, you have. And by the way, uh, Joseph, and we've never had this conversation before. For those that are listening, uh, Joseph is actually my favorite character in the Bible. Also, the irony of it all, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I, no wonder
1: I, some things are so inherent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No.
0: Absolutely. That because the the reality is is that as leaders who are leading from outside of the box, um, sometimes. They don't dig deep. We don't dig deep and ask ourselves, how is it or why is it that we have um, a drive, a desire to make a difference, a desire to make changes? And, okay. And, yeah,
1: all of that stuff. Go ahead. No, the, 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 the thing that motivates people is when they do not surrender themselves to somebody else or something else. Mm-hmm. That's where the strength comes from. Yeah. Once you give up on you, then you lose everything that is in front of you that is outside the room. Yeah. Because you only gather in the room to get information, how to function when you get outside. Right. Because if everybody stays in the room or everything that is being discussed in the room is left in the room. Yeah. Then you don't have anything to work with when you get outside of the room.
0: Yeah, and and you know dad i I think it's it's cool the perspective you have um, because the room is only um a base you know like a um, military language it, it it really is it's a base and sometimes you know because we're talking about leading from outside of the room sometimes the room is far too powerful in terms of its impact on leaders so people fight to get into the room not recognizing that some of the the greatest influencers and i know we're talking about the choir and we're talking about music some of the people who are making the greatest changes they may never be in the room but it doesn't mean that their voice is not in the room so how have you been able to maintain your voice then right so we're, we're pivoting a little bit we're moving beyond the music and we're now moving in the direction, you know, for those that are leading, who are like, oh, what if I never get into the room? Is being in the room important or having your voice in the room? Uh, uh,
1: not the, the, the thing, you don't have to be in the room. But once you associate with people who belong in the room, you're, it, you are impacting the room, though you are not in it. Ah, nice. Because people are always... Feeding on what you are telling them, mm-hmm. though they may not tell you. Right. So that's why many um, people who have gone on before develop so many good things, and they never get credit for it. Mm-hmm. Because people who are able to build on stuff, they gather their information, and then they build on it, and then it becomes theirs mm-hmm. rather than yours. But if you are not a selfish person, if you're a person who likes to share, you don't care about who build and what you you were able to to present or offer. You care more about people gaining from what you offer, you know, whether it register against your name or not.
0: You know, uh, Dad, again, uh, this this podcast, this conversation, it's an eye-opener. Uh, and maybe I'm I'm listening to where I'm getting some of the concepts and principles that I I too have applied uh, to my world of leadership. And it's interesting that you you should say this because uh, we we had a conversation on the podcast not too long ago um, about this idea of credit. You know the podium. You know like when you watch the Olympics, there's always one, two, three, and one is a little bit higher than the other. Uh, I I think you you raise a great point when you say. That as long as what you hope to see happen happens, it doesn't matter whether or not people know that the idea or the concept comes from you. I, I like
1: that a lot. Yeah, thank you much. You know, and, and the the world has lost a lot because of that. People are afraid to to make suggestions. Mm-hmm because they figure other people are going to strive and grow on it and become rich and so forth. But imagine if I were... Actually, I know we had segue from music. Yeah, we can go back. We can go back to it. We We can go back. I hope you remember to bring me back. Yeah, I will. Uh, Yeah, because my mind is of such and the amount of things that I have in my mind. Maybe if I were to meet with people who want to unravel, my mind and to see what's in there you know I I, I, I just say to myself without boasting I, I think so much is in <laughs> in my head is more than what is in any room <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, you know but be that as it may um, Andre the, mm-hmm. the thing when selflessness is at the forefront of your leading yes you don't care about what people may say Mm -hmm. or do or who gets the credit or who gets the credit. Once what you do is the world is benefiting from it in a positive way. Mm -hmm. That's leadership. Yes. That's leadership. Yes. You don't lead to get the credit. Right. You lead because you want the world to be better. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I'm glad you said that dad, because you know, the reality is, um, self, serving leaders will only thrive for a season. But once people figure out that the motive uh, to which they are driven by is uh, uh, self-aggrandization, I think that ultimately, until people give up self and the podium and the desire to be heard or seen so that they can make a name for themselves, once that is completely dissolved, um, dropped off, then that's where leading from outside of the box becomes essential.
1: Yes, yes, I, I agree with that. And and not because you're my son and stuff like that, but I get teary when I... Um, realize uh, the, the, this platform that you are setting up because in me uh, i i always see you like solomon <laughs> oh, <all laughs> and right. see myself like david okay, okay. Uh, and, and and because of that um, your mother and me we made sure that um, we did everything we could so that you and your siblings could get an education
2: yeah
1: and uh, and the reason me, I never felt that I I did too much mm. on that side, mm-hmm. because I know that I believe I don't know I believe that, that what is in within me. Mm-hmm. You know, if if my children, which you are one of them, mm-hmm. were to to listen and get yourself educated and stuff like that, yes, somewhat the dream that is in me though. I never say them to you guys as uh-huh. children. Yes. But your 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 ability to observe how we function, yeah. you are feeding on the invisible that is now making you who you are.
0: Yeah. You know, Dad, I, I should say this, um, and I, I tell people this all the time, um, maybe not necessarily on the podcast, but in, in real life when I uh, speak to people, I tell them all the time, that if you had had uh the opportunities uh that m- both you and mom um gave to us then i'm i am certain that you would have had much more than what i've been able to accomplish so you know they say that it's important to give people flowers while they are alive right and uh the reality is is that a lot of what i have been able to accomplish in my many years in different spaces of leadership come on the heels of, you know, traveling around with you. So maybe I'll tell them this uh, on the podcast. You know, my, my dad at a young age, uh, he used to make bread like from scratch and he still knows how to do it. Um, and we used to drive around the city of Toronto dropping off bread um, to various people's homes. Um, we also watched him transition from bread um, to even construction, I, I had opportunities to watch how he would work with, um, with people, um, for people, and then at you know, the later side of life, before he would have retired, I watched him also start his own business, and um, build something that lasts, you know, that's the podcast, but in part, um, the inspiration comes from my father, dad. So, you know, when I see you talking about leading from outside of the box, uh, it is true, that I have been able to get into rooms because I have listened to a lot of the counsel that you gave, not just to me, but to Janice and and Marcia. And of course, Mom is always there. Whatever you didn't say, she would always back it up in a different kind of way. Um, But that's the thing. As you talk about, uh, you know, David to Solomon, uh, sure, you can be David and I can be Solomon, but the reality is that without Solomon, uh, without David, there is no Solomon. So I, I thank you. Uh, you may not have gotten the formal education that we got as kids, um, but definitely you are one of the wisest um, people that I know. Um, period. Uh, and I wow. just, I just need to say that out loud. Oh, don't say that, man! You're making me teary. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. We don't have times. We don't have time for tears because this is a podcast. <laughs> I, I know, but um, people are to people yeah.
1: are to know when you how you feel about an honest comment. You know. Yeah and how you appreciate it. So that your listeners won't mind. I don't think they will. <laughs> no, they won't mind. They won't mind. So I got
0: one more question then, Dad, for you. So I'm hearing you talking about these one-on-one conversations, right, and the value of them because it gives you a sense of how um, people are processing and thinking in the room. Um, maybe mentorship. could we pivot here? How important is it um, to mentor uh, the The next generation how how are you doing that as you are leaving your sentences, your thought uh, your wisdom with people? how important is is mentorship in this leading from outside of the box?
1: Oh, good question, good question, although that 's the one we 've been talking about um, now we are getting back to where we started as it were yeah when it comes to um, young people growing up. You, you, I don't really go to them and counsel them. I behave like them. I be kidding, yeah, if you bon. please. And <laughs> uh, the little kids, I behave like a little child to them. I Say something that is childish. Uh, and, the, and the age group all the way up, that's how I function. I, I go on uh, and, uh, I would just slap the young guys in their early teens and the and the SI and say, "Grow up and become a man, so we can do things together." And they would just laugh. And those little things, the next week when I see them, they come up and shake my hand, without even having a conversation with them. Just right. do. Stuff that they can connect with mm-hmm. uh, and by doing so I, I'm in the church for uh, all these years, and uh, not one uh, not a young person grew up in the church while I'm there had ever been disrespectful to me mm-hmm. uh, and although I don't get the mic or though I don't get the platform, uh, sometimes I believe I'm more effective more than many people who stand on the pulpit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, so leadership and, and and to build from outside the box mm-hmm. is is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Re- yeah, when I when I was leading, many um, asked me to do the choir and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and we wanted a na- uh, some robes for the choir. Yeah, I remember. You remember, right? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do. We want some robes and. Um, When I met, when I meet with the the, the group, I said, we need some robes because Mm -hmm. we are functioning based on what we wear. Mm -hmm. We had some old gowns. Yeah. So we were just singing because the gowns we wore, we were wearing. Yeah. You know, so I said, no, when you get something new and you feel fresh and so forth, it gives you the energy to want to live up to how you carry yourself. Yes. So, so Andre, I I, I can't forget, man. I, I when I bring that idea, they oh, how are you gonna get the gun? The church not gonna give you money. I yeah. said I didn't, I didn't. I'm not asking about what the church will give me. I That's just right. want you to 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 agree with me that yeah. we need the gun. That's, That's all right. I'm asking. That's right. And so they voted it, and when they voted it, then they asked me, how are you mm-hmm. <laughs> going to get the money? Because the church don't have money. Yeah. I say I've been hearing that ever since I come to this church that they don't have money to give the guns. But I, I am gonna step up and we're gonna get the guns. Right. Yeah, and, and so yes, I worked on that idea and um and, and being able to show to Andre, I, I think I, it's good to, to throw that in so your listeners. can yeah, know Yeah, I forgot where coming about
0: that. From. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, used yeah, to work yeah, for TikTok. Yes, I, I didn't forget that. Uh, yeah,
1: I know you didn't forget. Yeah, but, uh, yeah no, we're but mentioning it here. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. When I, I, I told them and they agreed, I, I went home. I said, what idea can I come up with mm-hmm. to fundraise? Sure. And he said, just draw... A picture of a wide skirt, a long long hanging white wide skirt, you know, yeah, like a flare sure yeah and I, I and then you put some dots on it mm-hmm. and say each dot represent a dollar or two, you know, mm-hmm. and so I drew it up, i mean, I drew it up man i I photocopied this stuff yes and took it to the i got them to photocopy it. somebody in the office to photocopy it for me mm-hmm. and i took it at my next practice session yes And i stood up and i said this is how we are going to have money yes i said um i i said we are uh, i'm asking you to go to your friends at work everywhere and just ask them for money to to get some guns for your choir yes And everybody gravitate to the idea. Yeah. Without hesitation, they took the stuff and everybody goes, good idea, good idea. Mm -hmm. I sat there. I said, well, thank the Lord. Yes. I look in myself and because I didn't give up on me, then the value of me start coming to the forefront. Yes. Yeah. And then I said, um, I don't know how much it's going to cost. Right. But what I'm going to ask is that the the person who was the overall person that uh, belonged, uh, um, represent the music department, I said, I'm putting a request for $2,000. Yeah. And uh, the individual said to me, oh my goodness, the church don't have money. I said, $2,000. dollars hmm And I said, okay, 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 I will. Yes. And then, to make it to, to to make it interesting. Yes. So I was what I did. What I did before I do all of that. All the people who were in the, who are in the room as leaders, I go around with them one by one outside of the room. Although I was a part of the room. Yes. But after church services, after when we have socials, I saw. So, I'll go to them and talk to them and say, What do you think about the gowns that we are wearing at the church square? They are old, eh? Yes. They don't look nice at all, man. We are just singing like the old gowns, one by one. Yes. And when I got them to agree that the gowns need changing, yes. I said, When they meet to discuss it, it should pass. Yeah. Because they cannot go in the room after they say yes to me and say, no, we don't need it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i telling you the truth, man. I was not, something had happened and I was not able to be in the room when they were discussing the plan. Yes. I, I was out of town. Yes. So I asked the leader, I said, introduce the idea and let them know, blah, blah. And they said, the person said to me, no, 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 I can't do that, man, because they're going to tell me no. I said, they won't because I know it's going to happen. Reluctantly, yes. It was introduced by the leader. Yes. When I came back, there was a big smile.
0: Yeah.
1: How did you know? I said I did my work. Yes. Before I asked. Yes. So, so you don't have to be in the room. Yeah. But all you do, you make sure you you work with the people who are always in the room. Yes. And when they get in the room yes. and they're discussing what you want, yes. they can't vote against it because <laughs> right. they somewhat agree with you before they go in the room. That is essential. Yeah. So this is how I think leaders can be effective Yes, even though they're not in the
0: room. So, Dad, um, we have talked about a lot of stuff. Um, by the way, this is one of the best... Uh, interviews, and I'm glad that I coached. Come on, you. don't say that, man. I don't allow my head to grow. <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. But it, it's been a very great, good conversation that we've had. Um, but I would love for you to maybe summarize. Tell us what the main thing is that you would like for us to take away um, from this conver- uh, conversation um, for those who are trying to consolidate everything that has been said. What is it that you want us to know as we? we wrap up our conversation today.
1: Uh, okay, thank you much. As one who had hardly go to any classroom growing up, I always believe in myself. Yeah. And uh, what I would like to leave with your listeners yes. is that you are the most important, if I may use it, the word commodity, because I'm lack of word.
0: No, that's that's a good word. Yes, in the in the world. Yeah,
1: there's nobody like you. Yeah, who had gone on before. Mm-hmm. There's nobody like you living as you are now living. Yes, and there won't be anybody mm-hmm. after you who would be exactly like you. Yeah. So once you believe in yourself. Once you believe in yourself and know that you are genuine about yourself you are mm-hmm. you are sharing yourself genuinely, yes, that's what you should care about. Mm. sometimes we are too sideways because of what people may say, yeah, but don't forget that people will always turn your attention to something else, yes. Because what they see in you are not wanting to tell you. Yes. They don't want you to get there. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And if you are not careful, yeah. you will lose your way because of that. Wow. So, Andre, yeah. I am an impromptu-minded person. Yes. When you called me, I was not even prepared for this thing. <laughs> I had no notes that I'm <laughs> looking at. That's okay. He neither did Joseph. But through my life, you know what I told an educator one time. All right, I'm listening. (laughs) This was funny, man. I know the time is up, but let me tell you. Yeah, I went up on the rostrum one day. I think it was funeral, and I, (laughs) I just walk up with my two hands, nothing in my hand, no cell phone to read anything from, and I stood there, and uh, it was a funeral, and you know, a lot of noted people were in the room. Yes. and, and when I talk, and then when I talk, and talk, and talk, and people applaud, mm-hmm. funeral. Yeah. And when I walk down the aisle, uh, this person chased me down. Yeah. And and say to me, how do you do that? Yeah. For, for your listeners, let me say this. Yes. The way to do things, instead of feast your mind on negative things, yes. as you work. Make a speech. Yes. Make us always make speeches to yourself. Yeah. Talk to yourself. Talk to yourself. Yeah. Make us a, a speech in where the president of the United States is in the room. Yes. Although he's not there. Yes. And and do that through your life. Yes. And when if it happens that the president of the United States should be in the room because you've been pondering what to say about the president. Yes it will just come easy it's huh. it's easy yeah
0: look dad um i want to thank you uh for coming on and uh, and i'm glad that as you are an imprompter uh impromptu sorry uh, yeah. speaker all of us have become that as as your children and wow. um you know i think that it's it's really cool uh that we are able to do this at this time um, because I think what I'm hearing you say out of this conversation is is that in order to build something that lasts, you have to constantly be building you. And regardless. Yeah, you, you. yeah regardless of what the opposition may be, uh, the mm-hmm. challenges, uh, the education, the, the support of people or lack thereof, it doesn't change what it is that God is trying to do in your life. And so, um, to those of you that have been listening to this podcast, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this. Um, Today I'm so uh, privileged. Uh, A lot of sons, children, don't get to do this with their dads. And I'm glad that I still have a dad that I'm able to do uh, this type of conversation with. Um, Because part of the reason why we have uh, this platform is because this is a long time coming. And you may hear my voice frequently. Um, but you're also hearing my father's voice as well. So thanks again for tuning in. Uh, Until next time, build something that lasts. Build yourself and watch what's going to happen. You may never get into the room, but your voice may precede you. Take care. Until next time. Bye.